Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to In the Music Box with Tanya Dallas Lewis, where there is love inside, bringing you the hottest gospel and Christian music, interviews that are all the way live, and the latest Christian and gospel news. So don't touch that dial. Recording artist, Stellar Award nominee, Double Award nominee, Tiny Dallas Lewis, and of course my boys. Yeah, Logic, the Walmart the brother, Logic, the teacher. I'm in. I'm in the place. <laughs> he I'm, is I'm in ready the to place. talk about love. We talking about we love. We are today. so ready to talk about love. And you know what? We opened. You guys not only play nothing but the best in independent artist music, and of course that is national recording artist Trish Stanley with her current single entitled Love. Go and man, uh, I don't. I don't know if you knew this or not, um, Logic, but you remember when Oprah Winfrey had her special about dark girls, the documentary, all that stuff? Yeah. Yes. I, well, feel, I, I got, the, I I got half of that. Okay. I well, I didn't watch that, it. Yeah. Okay. You got Why half of it? it? You, yeah. How are you going to bring it up and then not watch it? Well, just let me, you know, complete my thought. <laughs> okay, well, a lot of people were posting about it, and I was going to watch it, but I realized I don't have own. I don't. It's not a part of my cable package with DirecTV. Okay, so anyway, but one of the statistics, um, my sorority sister, today gave out there, she posted it, and it said that black women are the least uncoupled out of all the races. And I was really bothered by the statistic. Mm. I thought it was, um, it hurt my feelings. I didn't like it. I don't even know why she posted such garbage. I'm like, <laughs> why are you even <laughs> posting that? And the reason why I call it garbage, hush, the only reason why I call it garbage is because it didn't give uh, any backing. It didn't give us any premises. Like, what is premise A, B, and the conclusion? We didn't have any of that. All we have is this blanket statement that some stupid statistic found. So anyway, I'm really excited today. We're going to be talking about love, and our special guest is author Cheryl Levant. She's got a new book out, and it's called Ready for Love. 
And so we're going to have her on in just a few minutes. But, uh, we, of course, you know, we want to make sure that we, we you know, invite everyone to join us, Project. That's your job, yes, man. you know what we do. You know what we do. You better holler out your windows. Holler out your window. Knock no, down singing. some doors. Tell people <laughs> music box is on. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, and we're broadcasting live from our virtual studios right here in the DMV. So we want to shout out all of you all listening via telephone. Some of you are riding in your car. Some of you are hanging out in the chat room. Yeah. Yeah. And then some of you are listening via Facebook, Twitter. Some of you even on iTunes. Some of you are listening via our archives, which you'll hear us on the PG Network, I Am Radio, uh, CD Baby, and some other stations out there. We thank you for tuning in tonight. Of course, we always have to thank our sponsors, which includes ITG Agency and Gift Graphics, as well as BathMinistriesRadio.com. And we always shout out our friends of the Music Box. Do you remember who they are, Logic? Our friends to the Music Box? Um, Our friends of the Music Box. Bob Maravich of the Black Gospel Blog. Black Gospel Blog, and I, I know Bat uh-huh. Ministries is a is, is a is a great um, friend of ours. A great Bat Ministries, yes, yes. He as hasn't well called in a while. Either. I'm a little I'm a little mad at him. I yet, know. So. Yeah, I know. He's he's and he's you you he must be going through some things. You're gonna have he to going through some you know call he big time yeah now. call him he offline. Big time now. <laughs> right, he big time. He got awards now, so he don't know how to call us. I know. And Crystal, I know. Crystal awards station. Right, Crystal, and Crystal's Crystal, on. Crystal, Crystal, Crystal will Crystal be here tonight, on. right? She, she will be here tonight. She's going to be uh, handling our What's Going On with Crystal Smith segment, so she's going to keep us updated on all the news that's going on in the world, okay? She so taught you a really lot exciting. last week. She taught you a lot she last week. Hugged. You learned a lot I'm already. Gonna you, to you did. I'm gonna you didn't even, even know. <laughs> Tanya didn't know who the Isley brother was. She didn't. I did know who the Ivy Brothers are. You, you did not. You could not name a song. I didn't know you who. Couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't know who Big. What did y'all call him, Mr. Big? Mr. Or something? Big. I didn't know what that was. That's the only Mr. Big I know comes from Sex in the City, and he was the the main girl's love interest. That's the only Mr. Big I know. You know so I'm sorry. You know yes, Pastor y'all can send y'all hate here, mail. Okay? Send your hate mail to TDL. <laughs> <laughs> we also want to shout out our other friend of the of the music box, of course, that's Sarah Hearn of Positive dot com. She is the gospel examiner for examiner.com. So make sure you check out both those websites, especially PositivelyGospel.com. But we've got a great show for you guys tonight. Uh, again, we're going to be talking about Cheryl LeVon. She's our featured guest speaker. She's in the uh, virtual green room, and Laquita yes. is um, making up her Making sure yes. the teacher logic is going to let us know what she's feeding her after this break. Um, but we're going to be talking about love, real love. Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah. God is the only real love. That's how we sang it on the, on the step That's, team. All right, but anyway, we're going, to, step team, we're going to be talking about, well, yeah. I mean, of course, well, I'm an AKA, but I also founded and began this organization at George Mason University called Alpha Omega Separate for Christ. Hey, oh. Hey. And so, yeah, we stepped for the Lord. So we kind of changed Mary J. Blige's song. God is the only real love. Get Woo, it. Mm, mm. Okay, let me stop. I'm sorry. Let's get I was practicing it. that beat for weeks. You know, you know, you practice oh. that beat in the in the yeah at the school. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> I I don't been practicing the beat. Yeah, that's what sorry. that's what the guys were doing. That beat was hot. Okay, yes, the guys were okay. doing. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're right. that beat. Was I was hot. in I was you were in elementary school and I was in college at the time. So, <laughs> Actually, <laughs> but the guys I was were in, still practicing the beat. Was, you were in high school? I, no, I wasn't. We ain't that. We ain't that far apart, are we? I know. I was that no, we're not. Tanya's making herself. Freshman. You are not that old. You I was a, I'm in my thirties. I was made, I was a freshman in yeah, college. I was in, I was in junior. I was in middle school, junior high. Okay, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> we invite you guys, as you know, to <laughs> tune in tonight. Call out your friends. Let them know six four six six five two twenty one zero six is the number to call. And uh, you can call in and find out more about Cheryl Levon and her new book. And again, she's going to give us a. We're going to get her to take on uh, what's going on with black women, women in love. We're the least coupled out of all the races. And, you know, what are we getting so wrong about love that we're the least coupled? And maybe it has nothing to do with love whatsoever. I have a few ideas mm. of my own, but you guys hear me talk every Thursday. So I'm going to let Cheryl, right. I'm going to let Cheryl LeVon do most of the talking. And you guys, of course, 646 
is the number to call. So, what do you and think for this segment, yeah, you know, and for this segment, I'm going to uh, choose my words wisely as I have married a black yes. woman. So I will That's make right. sure that I don't say too much, but you know I just can't. I have no filter. <laughs> <laughs> and I shop at Walmart, so if I get in trouble, guys, I need everybody to assist me in making sure it's all better by the time the night Whatever. Whatever. Black women. All right, well, we've got to pay some bills, and you guys stay right there. We'll be right back with our featured guest of the night, author Cheryl LeVon. She's written a book called Ready for Love. And just as a side note so you guys know, I read this book in one day, so this must be a good sign. It, it has to be a good sign. If, if Tanya yes. Dallas Lewis reads the book was in one reading. day. Yes, Tanya was and this, reading. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a pretty thick book, too, so I'm really excited to get her on. But uh, it's the beauty of the your girls. Unless you go anywhere, we're going to pay some bills real quick, and we'll be right back. Keep it locked. Hi, this is Winston Cheney. I just want to congratulate my girl, Miss Tanya Dallas Lewis, on her newly inked distribution deal with Gospel Fellow Entertainment Indie Extreme in Grooves, Fontana. And that is big, believe me. And looking forward to hearing your sophomore project entitled Dear God, It's Me, coming 2014. This is Winston Cheney congratulating my girl, Miss Tanya Dallas Lewis. I love you, Tanya. The Excellence in Christian Music Academy presents the third annual Excellence in Christian Music Concert Gala, Saturday, October 12th, 8 p.m. at the Arc Theater in Washington, D.C. With live, spirited performances, get your tickets now at thearc.org. That's www.theaarcdc.org. Sponsored by the Excellence in Christian Music Academy, MGM Resorts International, and Hansel Phelps. Come out and celebrate an evening of musical excellence in our nation's capital. Hey everybody, it's your girl Tanya Dallas Lewis right here on the Music Box. And make sure you follow me on Twitter at Tanya D. Lewis. That's the at sign, T is in Tom, A, N is in Nancy, Y, A, D is in Dog, L, E is in Everything, W, I, S is in Sam. That's right, at Tanya D. Lewis on Twitter. Love y'all. Now back to more on the Music Box. That's right, back to more right here on the Music Box. Great show lined up for you guys tonight, 8, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we've got a, have we got a show for you. Just before we pull um, our dear, dear featured guest, author, Cheryl LeVon, out of the virtual green room. And a lot of people talking to Laquita right now about, you know, what he said her, because we always, you know, treat our celebrity guests. Very nice and feed them the best. But we'd like to let you guys know out in the music box world as well. But uh, congratulations are in order to my manager, Wanda Adams. She was nominated for Billboard's Top 40 Under 40. So congratulations, Wanda Adams. Um, also, FYI, Tiger Lily Foundation, second annual Pink Boa 5K walk slash run. That's going to be happening September the 15th. Please go on my Facebook page to find out more information about that. I am an ambassador for this wonderful organization. It's basically for women who are diagnosed with breast cancer under the age 40. And so I am a friend to this organization and an ambassador, and we're going to have a great time. The walk run is going to take place in Fairfax Corner, Virginia. So keep me up, and I'll let you know about it. And then a SIP conference, August 5th through 9th in Alexandria, Virginia, uh, featuring Bishop Noel Jones. Evangelist Kevin Mickey and your girl Tanya Dallas Lewis. I'll be there performing in song. Of course, you guys know I'm going to be doing my single "Intimate with You" and maybe something new. And last but not least, Happy Birthday to ya, all my July babies: Elsa Troyho, Tom Lorem, Kevin Q Williams, Tisha Dallas, Derek and Garrick, my uh, grandparents. Well, one of them, Granddaddy Horn. Uh, there's so many of you who have birthdays in the month of July. I just, wow. Happy birthday to all of you guys. August is still the best month uh, on the 12-year calendar. But nevertheless, I, <laughs> I still celebrate you guys. And Kevin Q. Williams, he's a trip. He was on Facebook on the post talking about he'll, he'll tell women, black women what their problem is. I was like, okay, let's hear it. <laughs> Uh-oh. What did he the say? His, well, I'll read the rest of that later, okay? Yes. <laughs> and those of you speaking of 
speaking of Texas, shout out, of course, to Kevin Q. Williams in Houston, Texas. On Saturday, September 14th at Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, there is a gigantic gospel concert, and it's just the ladies, finally. This is hosted by Pastor Kim Burrell, featuring Shirley Caesar, Tamara oh, Mann, Leandra out. Johnson, Cassie Taylor in favor, and Crystal Cameron. Call 877-291-1918 for ticket information. And, of course, this concert is presented by JCB Productions. Logic, I'm just happy finally they got one just for the ladies. If I saw one more concert with only men up there, whether quartet, whether it's Marvin Sapp, Kirk Franklin, and whoever, I'm just I'm tired of the men right now. I'm just I guess I have to say this, okay? Because women well, are people too, okay? So well, let just, us have I our just, concert. Thank you. Right. I just fell out because you said Kim Burrell. Somebody had to come get me off the floor. I, f- I fell out. Well, we'll get you off the floor. Call 877-291-1918 for a ticket, please, and you can drive. Oh. Take family. Drive on to, to Dallas, Texas, and support yeah. this, this gigantic yeah, I'm on my way. concert. On the, you're on your way? I'm on my way right now. <laughs> well, thank you so much for tuning in to the Music Box tonight. Of course, it's the place where you'll find love inside and lots of laughter, too. And tonight, I want you guys to meet author Cheryl LeVon. She is a single mom of two. She's a proud grandmama. Because I had a grand grandmama of one. She's a sister, an aunt, a dear friend of many. And she is now reaching out to readers everywhere through her writing. She was inspired to write as a means to cope with a dark season in her life. And she's been writing. Um, her writing has since transformed her to forgive, to forget, and to live life in its fullest. She's from Martinsburg, West Virginia. And uh, she's been working for the federal government for more than 21 years. And she enjoys spending time with her family and friends, traveling, reading, writing, of course, and spoiling her grandson's. Logic, before I pull her out of the virtual green room, what does she eat? Because this is going to let me know what kind of mood she's Okay, we got, we, got, we got casserole today. We got chicken and, and noodles and uh, some broccoli and some um, is, cheese is that in there. Is that store-bought or did a, a, make that? No, 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 no. This is, this is made. You know, you got to make the noodles. Okay. You got to make the, yeah, we, got to, we can't give her, you know, prepackaged, boxed up, um, you know, stale, expired stuff. So we, we make some real stuff here. So noodles and broccoli and carrots and cauliflower and all of that mixed in with some cheese. We got a nice little casserole going on. And then we got some lemonade to follow up with that so she can wash it down. And I know that uh, this is the love uh, tonight. This is by love. So we brought her some of those, you know, those wonderful, adorable Valentine's Day hearts, you know, that you get in a little box with the little messages. Yeah, we got those. Yes. We got those stacked up um, for her if she wants to get a little bite of love on the way okay. into the um, from the green room. Ain't that nice? Laquita did good, didn't she? Laquita did good. Look, shout out to Laquita. She is our our resident um, caterer and cook, uh, ghetto cook, <laughs> right here on the music right. in our virtual studios in the DMV, and that's DC, Maryland, Virginia. Cheryl Levon, come on out of the green room. Hello. Hi, are you there? Her mouth was full from them hearts. Her mouth was full from them hearts. I'm doing great. I know you must be eating all that delicious food. Was the food okay for you? Yes, it was awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And, you know, we we even have uh, little doggy bags because we know how black people are. So we have some doggy bags. (laughs) You can take (laughs) some home. As you can see, Tanya believes she knows everything about black people, so you're going you're gonna to have to make sure you continue to talk about your book over top of her because she's going to tell you everything she knows about black right. folks. Cheryl, welcome to the Music Box, and we're really excited to have you. Um, tell us, our, our listeners, really quickly, a li- well, I told them a little bit about you, but tell them something they might not know about you and how you came to write a book entitled Ready for Love. Tell us what inspired you to even write the book before you tell us what the book is about. Well, for me, my experience was I didn't have a lot of, like I, I wasn't one of these girls that had a lot of boyfriends in school or anything like that. I was married for 15 years and then got divorced. And just the relationships that I was, they just weren't working out. And I just hmm. found that when I was, I was more creative to write. And after, you know, going through all that with the story that came to me, you, you really find out a lot about yourself, what you accept, what you won't accept, what you tolerate, what you won't tolerate. So it was just sure. a way for me to have an outlet because being a single mother working three jobs at one time, I didn't have a lot of time or money to actually go out and do anything. So after my kids were bedded down, I just went to the computer and started writing, and the story just kind of grew. 
And it took me a while. Wow. It took me like to complete it because, after, you know, raising two kids, I picked the book up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. And then finally last year I decided I wanted to finish the book before I reached my golden year, and I finished it a week before. So. <laughs> Wow. Well, congratulations. God is good. Congratulations on a, on this book. And introduce us, you know, just really quickly, if you can give us like a character overview of each character, and then we'll dig right into uh, the story and talk about love, actually, and we're going to open up the phone line. So to introduce us to, to the characters of the book uh, entitled uh, Ready for Love. Sure. There's three friends. There's one friend, Diane. She's a registered nurse, and she works in a cosmetology clinic. And she's still hung up on a past relationship. Her heart is still with someone else that didn't belong to her. So she kind of goes through some twists and turns when she meets someone else. Then there's Gloria, who's a, an adolescence counselor. And she's pretty straight on. She's, you know, she doesn't hesitate to let you know what she will and won't tolerate. And then she just happens to meet a Prince Charming, and everything was going very well for her. Then there's Caroline, who was kind of like the outsider. Even though she's very close friend with the other two, she didn't have a relationship at that time. Um, but she was very busy. She's a model, and she travels a lot, but she does share the perks of her job with her girlfriend. So they would get together every week, and then it became every month, and then a little less more frequent. But um, during that time, they would just share different things with each other about what they were looking for in a man, what they expected from a man, just different scenarios, and a lot of it took place at a poetry stop, so there's some spoken word going on where they can actually, you know, you actually get raw emotion out of that. So that's just kind of how the book goes along. There's a lot of intrigue in the book. There's some mystery. There's some crime. There's some sex. It's just definitely an adult fiction. It's a very good read. It's, um, you know, it just stays on point. It's something that when you pick it up, and you, after you read the first chapter, I think it grabs you in, and then you get to the second. Before you know it, you finish the book. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, and it's it's, it's a wonderful book. And uh, yeah, of course, like I said, I, I read it. I, I went to my hairstylist that day. I had a hair appointment. Shout out to a niece of A Class Hair Studio, and she had your book. And she was like, "Yeah, you know, a friend of one of my clients is an author, and hey, take a look at her book." And she's like, "You can borrow it." And I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna borrow it." It was because it was her signed copy that you signed. So I was like, "All right, I'll borrow it." And I was like, "What?" I looked at it. I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> and then I started reading it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm like so into this." And so, wow, you know, again, three ladies who are dear friends. Um, Black women, you know, these are successful black women, which I'd love to see. Um, and basically they go, they all are learning their own lessons in love in their own, you know, individual lives and relationships. And uh, like you say, through it all, these three ladies learn that true love is a wonderful thing when you allow yourself to receive it. So great, 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 great book. Now where can people pick up this book? Actually, you can go to my website at com. Or if you have an e-reader, you can go to Amazon for the Kindle. Or you can go to lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com, if you have an Apple iBook or a Barnes & Noble Nook, and you can pull it that way. Awesome, awesome. And it's a great book, which opens up our discussion tonight um, about black women and love. I don't you know if you were listening while you were in the virtual green room, because Laquita is very loud. We love her, but she's very loud. and she be talking about my cousin. I'm sorry. And she'd be singing all off key in the kitchen back there in the green room. But it's okay. We still love her. Anyway, what I said on the airwaves as we broadcast live right here on the music box from our virtual studios in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, I was saying that there is a statistic that was put out, um, I believe, within the documentary that Oprah Winfrey did entitled Dark Girls, that black women are the least uncoupled. Um, and, you know, I was when I heard the statistics, again, I didn't watch the documentary, but it, it opened up a lot of questions for me. And so my main one was, what are black women getting so wrong about love? Do you think we're getting something wrong about love? Or is this, it, it, to me, the, the statistic is in itself a fallacy. I, I have a problem with it because it's very complicated. You can't just say black women are the least uncoupled out of all the races. It's way more complicated than that. But what is your response to something like that, Cheryl? Um, I know for myself it's been I'm the type of person that when I'm in it, I'm in it. I'm 100%. And I just think that 
we as women, once we're in a relationship 100%, we expect that, and most times we don't receive it. And when you're in something 100%, you're doing everything you can to please that other person, to make sure that other person's needs are met, blah, blah, blah. But then when you step back and actually look at yourself and you see that those same things are not being reciprocated, then you, you have that feeling of, well, why am I in it? So, And not only that, a lot of men are intimidated by women in general, and I find it to be more so in the black culture because women are a lot more successful. And so and I know just from other experiences, a man usually doesn't want to deal with a woman that makes more money or that's more successful. Right bigger position or that drives a nicer car. You know, it just gets to be so material that the love itself is lost because so many things are hung up on outside activities. I mean, that's I absolutely. If two people truly love them, love each other, go through those ups and downs together, you're going to give and receive, you're going to give and take, and you're going to work through whatever it is. If you're coming to the table, like say somebody's got meat and the other one's got potatoes, well, you got a whole meal. A lot of people don't look at it that way. They come in with a materialistic mind, or they come in with a mindset of, well, she got all this, so there's nothing I can provide, or he doesn't have anything. What am I with him for? You know, it's just kind of a back and forth kind of thing, and I just think that we get so caught up in what material objects you're trying to possess that you don't really get into who the person really is, what it is you really want, how do you define love as a whole, you know, is it intimacy? Is it physicality? Is it emotion? Is, you know, is it intellectual? What is it? Is it all of those? And if so, how much of all of those is required? It's just such a broad range. So well, how, even how, in your book, Ready for Love, we're talking to uh, author Cheryl Levant. She's got a new book out called Ready for Love, and we're exploring the whole dynamic of black women being the least uncoupled out of all the races. We find that the three ladies in this book, they all have their little tragic uh, run-ins with love, if you would, and they, uh, it's, you know, overall, in, in the end, um, they learn some really, really important lessons. But, I, I, you know, I, I have a sorority sister, and I know Liza wants to say something, and she is very, 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 very successful, Cheryl. And so that means that her standards for who she would like to date and marry have to meet, you know, where she is. She feels like that's only fair. Um, but the reality yeah. is um, a lot of black men well, they have it the most unfair out of everyone, in my opinion, out of all the races in the world and all of the, you know, the people in the world. I'm, black men, to me, <laughs> have it the worst. Well, I'll put black women second. Of course, that's based on my experiences and my perspective. But I, I totally see the material thing, but I, I think it's, it's it maybe a little bit more than that. Logic, say your comment, and then we're going to take a break real quick, give you guys an opportunity to call in and ask your questions or maybe even give your input on why black women are the least uncoupled of all the races, what that means, and what we're getting so wrong about love. Well, I was going to kind of pivot a, a question uh, to Miss Cheryl. Okay, so Miss Cheryl, we have a wonderful book you have here, right? Um, this book, what does this book have for us black men? What does it have for us? What will we get out of your book? How do you want us to see your book? There are um, black men in the book, and there are items in there based on things that go through us, being hung up on an ex, or um, not being not uh, not being willing to relationship because you're hung up on your own thing, realizing it, and wanting the relationship that you're trying to acquire means just that much to you. So we will get we will get significance out of it also because the characters that you have are also strong black men who have their feelings and they kind of how does that work with your characters that are already in the book? Yes, the men also have feelings that are expressed. They have emotion that is expressed. Their thought process is expressed. And I'm all woman. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> but this is gained from research, from past relationships, from witnessing other relationships with other people, just different things, and then just the way it just came to me. Yeah, we want you to get your testosterone cells, Cheryl. You know, we're looking out for you, so we don't want you to just get the estrogen shares. We want you to get the testosterone shares, too, so your stock go up. We're looking out. It is in there for you. (laughs) Oh, excellent, excellent. Well, did did Tanya leave us? She must have left us. 
So we can talk some more. No, I'm here. You can't hear me? Uh, No, we couldn't hear you. You had disappeared on us. Oh, okay. Well, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Hey, Tanya. Yes, tonight, right here on the Music Box, with your girl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis, we're talking about love and black women and what we've gotten so long about love. I'd love to hear what you all think. Our featured guest tonight is author Cheryl LeVon. She's got a new book out called Ready for Love. And uh, I've got some thoughts of my own, but I'd rather hear what you guys got to say. 646-652-2106 is the number to call. A lot of my friends in their 30s now, late 30s, still aren't married, and most of them are black women. Is that statistic right? I don't agree with the, the, the statistic, and if I do, it's for a different reason. We'll be right back with more on the music box. You make sure you keep it locked. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Big C, the encourager, the host and producer of Urban Gospel Sounds Radio Show. I just want to congratulate my girl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis, on her newly inked distribution deal with Gospel Fella Entertainment in the Extreme in Grooves, Fontana. Man, I'm looking forward to hearing her sophomore project entitled, Dear God, It's Me, coming in 2014, and you better get ready, too. Are you a charitable organization? Do you need help with your fundraising events? Let ITG assist you with that endeavor. The ITG Agency is a nonprofit agency with a focus on hosting charity events from concerts, fashion shows, and more. Whether big or small, ITG is there to make every event a successful one. So please visit our website at www.theitgagency.com or call us at 614-328-8002. Dimensions Entertainment is an innovative force that strives to be current and up-to-date with a variety of music, cultures, and styles. We deliver custom-fitting musical compositions, low prices, and publishing opportunities for the best intricate sounds, intimate services, and innovative expressions. Look no further. Follow us today on Facebook.com forward slash IDE04 or Twitter.com forward slash IndieO4. For the best in publishing, songwriting, and production, we are Infinite Dimensions Entertainment. Yo, this is Marcus D. Wiley, and you're listening to the Music Box with my girl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Yeah, 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 is right. Welcome back to the Music Box with your girl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight, and we're talking about real love and what real it is that black women must be getting wrong. I know, man. We we black women are, man, you know, my husband tells me that, well, we're mean, and I'm going to have to agree, we are very mean. <laughs> we probably are the, I think we're probably some of the meanest um, on the planet, but there is a reason why. Now, that's just what I say. If you guys disagree, feel free to call in. Logic, the teacher did not say that. Twenty one zero six. I broadcast live right here tonight on the Music Box. Shout out, of course, to our sponsors, which include uh, ITG Agency, Gift Graphics, and Bath Ministries Radio. We thank you guys for tuning in. And well, I just, I, you know, I, I, I typed in the chat room uh, if black women are ugly, you know, because there is another study that says that we are the least attractive. Uh, of all the races. So is this why um, we are the least uncoupled? Well, Erica Badu said that uh, the booty don't lie, so I don't know where you got that statistic okay. from. But, uh, <laughs> well, you want to talk about booties. Right? <laughs> you know, these days, well, I've seen Mm-mm. some, some Mm-mm. white women Stop with some it. big booties, too. It, so West I'm Virginia. Just, Mm-mm. No, I'm just you will saying. Not. I'm you just will saying. Not. There is a difference. <laughs> there is a difference. No, no, There's no. There's a difference. There's a difference. We'll take no, it. No, no. We'll take it from you, a black man. We'll take it from you. Oh yeah. The shops at Walmart. There is a difference. Now, now, Cheryl, you you mentioned that in your book, Real Love, which is uh, a fiction book based on uh, three uh, beautiful black women. Um, I think they're in their late twenties, maybe pushing thirties. Uh, very successful in their own right with what they do. They're having some tricky issues, and I don't want to reveal too much, so I'm going to have to let you say, because I don't want to – I read the book, but I don't want to give too much away about it. Do you think the way the women in the book handled these relationships with these men were the best way to go? or would you? I mean, because you wrote the book. 
I think under the circumstances it was the best way. Okay. There's always an alternative, but I just think for the time being, for the way that everything evolved and the way that they handled their situations, I I think they did it in the the right way. Okay. All right. I I, I could agree with that. Well, you know, when it when it comes to you know the statistic that talks about um, black women being the least attractive, that that was already an issue because when you look at the, the sociologists who even did this study, it just it just had issues written all over it. I think you know, it, of course we're going to be considered the least attractive if the general standard for beauty is a European standard because we are not European. We have big lips, we have big noses, we have big butts, you know, um, our body makeup is a lot different, you know. So if you're going to base it on that standard, that's unfair. And for me, the bottom line is that every woman, uh, whether she's Asian, whether she's Middle Eastern, whether she's African, whether she's black, whatever it may be, has something so beautiful about them. You know, Asian women have beautiful eyes, you know. I mean, we can just go on down the list of what every woman has to offer. That's pretty about them. So I was very offended by that study, of course. And it is an issue and soft spot for black women, especially those of us who are raised in predominantly white areas. And, you know, a a lot of the time we don't have our choice of black males to pick from. So I went to an I went to a predominantly white school, and the black guys at this school dated mostly the the white girls in the school, and like dummies, <laughs> in my opinion, um, me and my black friends we decided to wait for these black guys. We didn't date the white guys, even though they liked us. So my advice, although it is controversial to a lot of black men who hear it, when I talk to my nieces or uh, girls in my church, I let them know, date whoever you want. Don't sit here and not go to prom because the black guy, the only black guy in your school didn't ask you. I mean, they're having their fun dating the white girls. They're girls. Girls are girls, boys are boys. You know, forget the race thing. Just go ahead and date whoever you want to date, regardless of what color they are. Matter of fact, date the white guys. You know, why should you put, you know, your life and your experiences on hold because black guys, you know, at this time are choosing to date someone else? I know that's controversial for you guys, but if if you guys I feel differently, I told you Tanya please. was going to tell. You. Right, I told you Tanya knew everything about black people. Cheryl, I warned you, and you did not. Tell. I was trying to wink at you, and you still didn't. She, Cheryl, you got to jump on in there because Tanya would just tell us all about black folks. Yeah, I do want to say one thing about that. I think everybody has the right to just love whoever they want. And if they could just take the color equation out of it, you would probably have a lot more love in the world. And with that being I, said, Amen. Like, the way the culture is now, um, the new newer generations are mainly biracial anyway. Mm. That's and, true. Yeah, and a lot of times it's like like you were saying, you go through high school, the black guys only want to date white women or white girls or whatever, whatever, and then, you know, the black girls are supposed to wait in the, in the wings until they get done doing what they want to do, and then they want to come around <laughs> once they start. Right. <laughs> so that might be another reason why sisters are not. Just saying. Mm. I I agree. I agree. And could it? Go ahead. No, I I just think that, you know, it's just, I think too much emphasis is placed on color about everything. It affects a relationship. It really does. I know in my own um, experience, my my ex-husband is a white man. So once a black man. Who knew? who are married to a white man, then all of a sudden there's a stigma, you know. So then they want to talk differently and they want to throw that in your face when they get angry, and then they want to have different conversations that are so militant. And I take offense, you know, I wasn't raised that way. My mother raised us to love everybody. And our family as a whole unit is out of every race, every color, every creed, whatever, and we just love each other. And I just think too much emphasis is placed on color, and this statistic definitely offends me as well. I mean, if if we're the least coupled race, why is it that so many women of colors are out here spray tanning and burning up and looking like leather and this and that, trying to look to mimic us, implants, lip implants? I Mm. mean, come on. Logic didn't say that either. So email, (laughs) send your emails to DTDL. No, <laughs> they're not. They're not to Cheryl Levine. Sure. <laughs> Cheryl's website. If you're just is. tuning in, this is the Music 
Fox, you're broadcasting live right here at the DMV. I'm talking about D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And tonight our featured guest is author Cheryl LeBond. She's got a new book out called Ready for Love, an amazing book. Um, we want to invite you all to get it, of course, and we'll tell you once again where to find it. But we are also talking about um, black women and what is it that we're getting so wrong about love? Why are we the least coupled out of all the races, according to the statistics? And, of course, I took statistics in college, and we learned that you can really make a statistic say whatever you want it mm-hmm. to say, what you want it to say. So, you know, I do put that uh, that statement out there loosely about us being the least uncoupled. But, you guys, I see you all in here uh, in, in my um, – Caller Q, nobody's nobody. Yeah. Well, they're they're in here. I see them, but nobody is 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 bold enough to speak out. And let me take oh. a look in the chat room. The chat room is full, uh, and nobody. <laughs> so I, look, so <laughs> I'll, I'll do this. I'll say what I put on in, in the chat room, which I don't do, which I'm breaking some of the chat room rules. So I, I just put plain and simply. I put plain and simply that our African, my African American brethren are in a trifling zone right now. And what I mean by that is, and I I think overall, I think without the colors, like Cheryl said, overall there are are a lower amount of individuals that are taking a moral scope on dating, on being with someone. So the moral scope is starting to dissipate when it comes to dating, period. You know, standards have dropped overall. I believe that we're at a moral low when it comes to dating and getting to know somebody and really understanding the process is really made for you to eventually get married. So I think that that, we've moved away from that overall. But with my African-American brethren, they have expanded their eyes but have focused in on self-sufficiency self-sufficiency. So what I mean is even though we have this vast majority to pick from when it comes to women, Mm -hmm. period, the numbers are so broad and so open, why would I want to focus in on one color? Or why would I want to focus in on the the very strong-willed African-American woman when I can have someone that is less uh, independent in their stance, in their verbalizing, and more independent in what they do. <laughs> I like the way I, you just said that, in their verbalizing. But first, right. first and foremost, there's a reason why black women are the way we are, in my opinion. Of course, we've got Crystal Smith coming up with what's going on with Crystal Smith, so I won't be able to get all into it. But in my opinion, and I respect so much of what you said, because of slavery time and the effects that we are still dealing with, I mean, 300 years, okay, We've only been out of slavery, what, 150, 150 years or so? Something like um, that. We've got a long way to go. Uh, we've all been, that's black people and white people and all around the world, we've all been programmed to think a certain way. And here's the bottom line. You already know this, uh, Logic. Uh, we had to hold it down. They, the slave masters knew, they had slavery down to a science. That's psychologically, that's, that's uh, financially, physically, emotionally, economically. Hmm. And yeah, so them pulling the practice. family apart, and all that stuff, they did all that on purpose. So right. women, we had to run things. We had to get used to the fact that the man that we fell in love with would not be ours for long. And we also had to sleep with a master half the time. So right. here is this demoralizing and demasculating of the black man by him seeing his woman being taken physically, time and time again, by the white master, you know, and basically, you know, it just it was a whole lot of, uh, you know, emotional and psychological things going on. So we do have an attitude, and we are a little bit rougher and tougher than some of the other races, but there's a reason why, you know. Again, right, I have right. a big, big reason why. Right, Cheryl? right. Yeah, I have a comment on that, too. I know, like, for now, it just seems like so many black women now are single mothers, mm-hmm. raising boys. You teach a boy right. how to be a man when you're the, when right. you're the mother. Mm-hmm. And there's, a, there's so many black mothers raising kids on their own. And, you know, those fathers, they just walk away. But they can right. take up with else with their kids and do, and do just fine, but they can't take care of their own. And that causes another right. stigma for black females, too, because why do you want to deal with somebody else and they're going to be complaining about your kids? You know, those right. are your kids for life. Right. But that's, that and, goes and back to the, the selection hand, process, right? So that goes back kids. to the selection process. So even still, even though how trifling it is, I have a 
baby on this side with this woman, but I'm not trying to deal with that woman. So I will, I will, I am willing to step away from that child and that woman in order to jump back into the uh, the parade and the great selection that I have of other women. There are women that are very open with their sexuality. They are very open with a lot of things that are not morally right, but that you know if they're there and there are more of them than there are individuals that are ready to take on a commitment of marriage because marriage ain't nothing to play with so the black black community we have the lowest we have the lowest marriage rates and that's exactly the white community they have the highest um, marriage rates so you know what it is you know and then of course we can't ignore the fact that most of our a lot of our men are in jail in disproportionate numbers, and unfairly so. So we have successful black women like my homegirl and bestie, Trudy Copeland. She's got her degree. She's working on her master's. She's holding it down. She's got an amazing job. She's got a powerful position in her job. And yet some of the pickings, you know, are, are slim Trifling to none. Trifling. Well, I'm not going to say. Well, think about Tyler Perry's movie Daddy's Little Girl. You know, he remember Gabriel Union and Idris Elba. Right. And Idris right. is a hardworking black man. He's a good black man, but he, I think he's a truck driver or a trash <laughs> driver. Where yeah, Gabriel yeah, Union is like this power figure, corporate, you know, American, you know, CEO right. or whatever. You know, so black women. And you know, I can't speak for us all. And I am married, so and I'm married to a black man too. So I, I just, we are tired, and we want to know that what we're bringing to the table, someone else can match. That's that's what I'm hearing from a lot of black black women. And so that's because fair. you drive a truck um, and you are, you know, a trash man, or maybe you're not a trash man, maybe you're a janitor. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's sad. It's not fair because there are some really good black men out there who are not making six figures. They might only be making two. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're lost in the system. It's a lot. We can have this conversation for a minute. We need to invite Cheryl back. I, I tried to get my homegirl Rahel uh, involved. She's, you know, she's writer for Washington Post. She does all of these sure big is. things with all of these uh, high up individuals on journalism. Shout out to Rahel. Who, who she probably listening, but. Um, you know, this is a conversation that I know that she can definitely, definitely go there with. We should have a panel discussion with Logic the Teacher, not on, so that I don't get in trouble. No, I got <laughs> to be on. I got to be on to give it that manly set. And we should do a panel because it's a, it concerns me because the family is a big concern for not just African Americans, but African American Christians. I mean, not just African Americans, everyone as a Christian. The family is how the enemy is fighting us. And, you know, it this is. is a very, very important conversation, but it starts with your selection. It starts with what do you consider dating? What do you consider being committed? And, you know, those conversations need to be had early for our kids and, so and, that they and, know what and to look out for. Faith, faith has a role in that as well because a lot of my girlfriends, you know, they're living for the Lord. And so when they say they're waiting till marriage to have sex, they mean that, like for real, right. for real. So right. then you find these amazing black men who say, "Oh, I'm Christian too." Uh huh. Yeah, uh, but not waiting till me. <laughs> right. So that they have, makes it goes that back makes to that selection. Even, right. That why, makes why the picking even slimmer. Yeah. Why wait? We are in a sex right. craze, oversaturated sex craze culture. Right. And so the, the reality is clearly is, Christian. Laquita's sister is cle- clearly Christian, but Laquita's sister uh-huh. might be, you know, she might be down. You know, Laquita, I ain't trying to put you out, but I'm just saying she might be. And so, why would that guy wait? He's 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 a Christian. You know, uh, you're a Christian, but you have some standards that you have that I can't uphold to. So why why wouldn't I mess with Laquita's sister? You know what I'm saying? So that's it's like that selection process. It's trifling, but I'm telling you, exist. Go ahead, go ahead, Cheryl. It's like that the other way around too. That, you know, where you would have a man that's so into whatever it is, his goal is, goal set is or whatever, and you're not getting that intimacy that you require. And then it's like, what would make you stay faithful? You know, what would make you wait? So it's kind of like the same same thing. You have your standards, and then, you know, you're trying to work it out, but yet, you know, he's not complying or, you know, the standards somehow changed in midstream and you weren't notified, you know, just something right. different like that. That's exactly right. And that would right. cause a 
relationship and you're still holding on to your faith. So right. you just have right. to wait it out. It's complicated. You know, years, and then it, 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 go ahead. How many years of your life do you give up waiting because you don't get those years back? No, especially for women, you know. Uh, men, they can be in their 50s and 60s and still be fine. Us, on mm-hmm. the other hand, <laughs> you know, the, the the balance scale is just not really tipping in oh, our well, face, I which is it. also an unfair standard because a man will di- will divorce or cheat on his wife in a minute if she's big and fat. Yeah, we won't well, be married to y'all big fat tails all day, all 25, yeah. 30 years, and not cheat on you once. So there's a, it, 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 it is very complicated, and that's why I invited people to call in 646-652-2106. We're talking about what black women are getting wrong about love, and I, I am going to put it out there before we bring Crystal on. Black women are meaner. I think we probably are the meanest, but there's a reason why we're mean. So don't sleep. We're not just being mean because we want to be mean. And actually, I'm pretty nice, but <laughs> we're, not, we're not being mean because we want you to know. be mean. There's a lot on our plate that we have to handle and take care of, and nobody's going to handle and take care of it other than us. So we don't have a whole lot of time for playing and acting silly. It's just I'm just that this is just my you know from my from my experience. So. And I disagree I with you. Shaka Khan is fly, and she's getting flyer. Her and Angela Bassett, praise the Lord. Let the well, church say Amen. Well, let me say Cheryl just talked about um, turning the golden fifty. <laughs> she looks Uh-oh. great. Times have changed. People, she does. She looks really, really awesome. You guys check her out. Her pictures on the back of her book. But times have changed, and we're living longer, and so women are staying more attractive for a longer amount of time. But there's still, my point is, there's still a double standard, and uh, I don't know. I, I just don't know what to say. I, I don't know what to say about that statistic. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and bring on Crystal. She's hanging out Crystal. in the virtual green room with uh, our featured guest tonight. Crystal, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? How you oh doing? Oh, my gosh. How you doing? I'm so good. How you doing? You all right, Logic? You okay, Tanya, Cheryl? Girl, you better buy this book by Cheryl. You better buy that book, girl. I'm saying, you know, but I'm married, you know, and I'm, I I can attest to the struggle. But um, when you guys do that panel, call me because I got some. I got some to say. <laughs> Yo, the chat room is packed. The chat room is packed. <laughs> but I'm going to shift gears on you for just one second, and you know, talk about the pink elephant in the room. You know, I forgot to bring out my girl in the British accent and talk about um, the royal baby's been named already. You know, <laughs> already got that. Um, let me just get it out of the way. Oh, my God. It's George Alexander Louise Cambridge. Um, God sake. Okay, it's over now. Can we please wow. move on? Wow. Right. 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 Uh, hey, I had a few suggestions. I said name of John Quan Davies, Mufasa, Cambridge. You know, I have a couple of my all names. Mufasa, it didn't work no, out. Crystal, no. <laughs> I say break the mold and just, you know, go buck wild. But it didn't happen that way, so... Sorry to hear that. Um, also, guess what? Ty Tribbett is um, is doing pre-orders on his next um, coming project, Greater Than. If you pre-order it, you also get a single called uh, Overcomer. So I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of screens Ty Tribbett is going to have on this new CD. You know, Ty screens. <laughs> <are awesome. laughs> oh. <laughs> he screams and hollers. So I'm really excited to hear what Key's going to scream in. And last but not least, since we're talking about black women and marriage and everything, Kim Fields announced on The Real Show that baby makes four. She is now pregnant with her second baby. It's a boy. And um, she said her and Chris have already lost two babies through miscarriages. Mm. And they have a six-year-old son, so they have been trying for another one. And they nailed it this time. So um, baby will be here uh, soon. She didn't release the due date, but um, she did have a bump. So I'm pretty sure that she's not too far behind. But that's all I got for you. What's coming on? What's going on on the Tony Dallas Lewis show? You know, it rocks in the music box and all of that. (laughs) Crystal, you're the bomb. You're the bomb. Crystal, you are the bomb. Thank you so much for the update. Of course, that was Crystal Smith. She's she's doing our What's Going On, and she's going to keep us up to date, of course, with news and everything going on, not just in the gospel music world, but in the world as a whole, because that's where we live. And I like that she brought up Kim Fields, because there are some power black couples uh, in Hollywood. Um, yes. Denzel and Loretta Washington, uh, Will yeah. and Jada Smith, big question mark there on what they got going on. I don't know. Right. Uh, right. They're Tisha keeping it Campbell together. And her mother. 
and her husband, Dwayne Martin, so many. Uh, Bill Cosby and Camille, they've been married like 60 years, and they've mm-hmm. weathered some serious and, storms. So, And you know Bill got a, you know, he got strong feelings about the black family. He just got finished saying some old stuff. Oh he, man! He, well, he you know in. what? He's earned it. When when you're over sixty, I, I, you can say whatever you want to say. I mean, really, <laughs> he, he lets it all hang out too. He, <laughs> well, Carol, we're really sweater. glad that you you stopped by on tonight, right here on the Music Box, eight fifty five p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we've been talking about your book. I don't want to give it all away because it's just an amazing, amazing book. But where can people go uh, to support you and make sure they get a copy of your book? The book's available on, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And thank you so much for the wonderful meal and the chocolates. Appreciate that, too. Um, you can get the book in back from my website, com. And if you have an e-reader, you can get it on um, Amazon.com for the Kindle or Lulu.com if you have an Apple iBook or Barnes & Noble Nook. Awesome. awesome. And my well, thank you. email is Go ahead. Net if you have any other questions. Are you on Twitter by chance, Cheryl? I'm not. Ooh. I'm on, okay. I'm on Facebook. Ooh, I'm she is on Facebook. Hush, hush, hush. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on tonight. And we, uh, again, I'm a fan of the book. I read the whole thing in one day, y'all. So take it from your girl. Check out uh, her novel uh, by Cheryl Levon. It's called Ready for Love. You guys are going to love this one. Cheryl, you have a great night, my dear. Cheryl. Thank you so much. Just remember, thank you. You can love more tomorrow. Mm, Love more tomorrow. Get your book at Walmart. We're gonna we're gonna work on it. We're gonna pray for it right now. That it'd be at That's Walmart, right. We're gonna, right? We're gonna make sure. And you know, I told her that her book really sounds a lot like a Tyler Perry movie. Again, lead Uh-oh. characters are Gloria, mm-hmm. Diane, and Caroline. Gloria finds her prince charming. She's the most patient out of the three sisters. All right, they're not sisters, but you know what I mean—the black term of the word sisters. Okay, then Diane. She unfortunately has a past of, uh, of where her man cheated on her, and so she's kind of dealing and figuring out how, you know, to love herself and not be walked on, you know. So some, some black women, believe it or not, we're not mean. We're very passive. <laughs> All right, then there's Caroline, and she's so consumed with work that she she leaves very little time for a relationship. And so they all have to learn some really, really important lessons about love. And amazingly, all three of them are dating um, black men. So, uh, I don't know about black love. You know, I think, like Cheryl said, we probably, I think we may place too much emphasis on race. And, again, uh, to all my black sisters who are going to predominantly white high schools and universities, take these white guys. I mean, really. I mean, the black guys are doing their thing. Let them. Uh, they clearly understand that that love has no color. <laughs> so what are we waiting on? <laughs> Shout out right. to Arlethea Dupree-Jones. She just came back from uh, – a very, very nice uh, vacation in Mexico, and so she is black as black can be. And <laughs> she was in the sun. Email address so is TDL. I, I, came, I came to her house. <laughs> I came to her house, and I, I couldn't even see her. I was like, where are you? I can't find you. You just Turn on the light. Turn on the light, girl. <laughs> Didn't I tell you stop playing with charcoal? I'm so kidding. If if she's still listening, she's going to kill me, but I'm really, really kidding. It's the music back to the girls. Thank you, down. <laughs> We're about to come right back with shout-out time after these messages. And, again, we've been talking about love. What are black women getting so wrong about love? Why are we the least uncoupled? I don't believe that that statistic is true, and if it is, there's so many reasons why. But we'll talk about that. Actually, we're done talking about that, really. We're going to make this quick we got to do a panel, back. though. We got to do it. We do. We got to do it. And we'll make sure that we have some black men on the panel. We'll have some um, just people who specialize in uh, black family relationships. Um, you know, got to have our black white man on. We should have our black white man on. And we'll have bro man meaning just the average black guy who does not have a doctorate in sociology or black peopleology, but just really just, you know, give his take on just the everyday, what the everyday black man thinks. It'll be a you ain't got to talk about we'll me. On, you ain't got to talk to me on, <laughs> talk about me on radio like that. We'll be, we'll be right back after this break. Tune in to Style with Trish, hosted by gospel recording artist Trish Stanley from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We will be discussing the latest trends as well as what's hot and what's not in fashion. 
Join us on Blog Talk Radio. That's www.blogtalkradio forward slash style with T-R-Y-S-H. Or you can listen in live by dialing 858-357-8498. Style with Trish, where the everyday woman reigns. Hi, you're listening to my mommy on the music box. That's right, you are listening to his mother on the music box. Thank you guys for hanging out tonight. I would have loved to hear from more of you. You guys are silent. Y'all sitting out there. I see you. Some of you even texting me, uh, but most of you were pretty silent. I know it's a, a difficult uh, type of topic to kind of, um, what's the word, handle um, when it's just so complicated. But if any of you caught Gabrielle Union, she's got a new series on BET, um, and it's called Being Mary Jane, and it addresses uh, this whole issue of black women being the least uncoupled. And she's a, you know, she's a, a sister with an amazing job. She's got purpose, direction. She's got a master's. She's got everything she would you would think she would want except a husband and a child. And so it, it kind of explores those dynamics. So, And as you guys know, women are getting married. Men and women are getting married later and later in life. I got married at 24. But today the starting age for marriage seems to be 34. What is up with that? Wow. Well, hey. Marriage ain't ain't things to play with. You know that. It's shallow time. We're trying to get down this Lewis. It's shallow time. It's shallow time. Right here on the music box. It's shallow time, it's shallow time. We're trying to get down this low. It's shallow time, it's shallow time. Right here on the music box. Virginia for hanging out with your girl tonight right here on the music box 
And make sure you tune in next week as I open up my music box with the best in gospel music, news, interviews, how-tos, and so much more. And if you have not heard these three words, hear them for me. I love you, but God loves you more. John 3.16 says, lock it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And your favorite part is, Tanya? Yes, the next verse, which is verse 17, that God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through his son Jesus may be saved. So God, Jesus is not, you know, so concerned about condemning you. He wants a relationship with you. He wants to save mm. your soul. So we love you here on the Music Box. Thank you for tuning into our show because of you guys. We have uh, almost 2,000 listeners per show. We thank you for that. Uh, we got some great things coming on and some hopefully some uh, really good announcements for the Music Box uh, as it evolves terrestrial radio stations. So we'll keep you posted on that. Check me out at tinygallonschools.com. Download my single, Intimate With You, today. I love you guys. Thank you, Crystal TV, show, TV Talk Show. Follow us on Twitter. I'm going to stop talking. Happy birthday to all the July birthdays. And, again, salute to our oh. sponsors, the IT agency, Gift Graphics, that ministries, yes. radio.com. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Happy birthday goes to Brandy, Brandy Mitchell, my homegirl. I love you. I'm a wonderful, happy, happy, happy birthday, my sister. That was my road dog in college. She is now uh, a year older. I won't put her age out there, but I love you, and happy birthday, girl. <laughs> All right, well, we love you guys, and happy birthday to all the July babies. I'll see you guys next week, same time, same place. Love you, Logic. I love you too, sis.